Hello, hello. Hello. Guys, we're back, and it is a special time of the year for us. It's our anniversary. Yep. For some reason, we just uh, started out last year for th- for Valentine's Day. I almost said Thanksgiving. I'm <laughs> thankful that we started for Valentine's Day because it was a pretty, a pretty fun episode. So with that being said, um, just picture this real quick. I am scrolling on my phone, and I see a large, thick member. Uh, it graced my screen like an unsolicited invitation for something, and then I noticed that it's the damn squid that I ate on my birthday. Oh, <laughs> my God. So with that, so with, <laughs> so with that, we have come full, full circle to um, getting back to sexy sea creatures being horny, but also Daniela is going to also school me on some Greek goddess information, Greek god information, because I was completely lost last time. Mm-hmm. For someone mm-hmm. who loves this stuff. Um, and then, of course... I'm going to bring up some that were some monsters that were in movies like Hercules. And without further ado, this episode is pretty much like The Little Mermaid 2 Return to the Sea. <laughs> I was waiting for you to laugh. Oh my oh, God. That um, was, what? For what uh, part? This part? For that. Oh, yeah. Yes. That, was, that was a good one. That was a good one. I was like, what? oh no um i'm a disney freak whatever but i'm realizing that enough is enough and i just need to graduate to liking broadway plays um that's more suiting for a grown woman Um, i mean if you think about it it's pretty much just singing and a story being told so i could just graduate to that but yeah it's not the same it's not the same it's not the same you're right. Well, we're luckily for us, we're going to take a personality test real quick at the top of this just to see what's wrong with us. Oh, yes. That'll give, give everybody a clue. <sighs> Sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> I haven't drank a Red the Bull. The test just says that you're tired. In two days, dude. Oh, my God. Okay. What? Good. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> I was trying to get one today, but Jeremy took the car to work, so... Okay, so I'm going to play the audio from the video instead of saying it myself. That sounds good. Okay. Here we go. 15-second personality test I learned in Russia. Let's go. Try to answer every question quickly without thinking about it too much. Question number one. If you were any animal in the world, what animal or what living creature would you be? Remember, just say the first thing that comes to mind. Question number two. Wait, so which one did you pick for one? Oh my gosh, that's... The first thing that comes to your mind, Abby. Shit, I guess a bird. What's yours? Okay, an elephant. I'm a fucking idiot. Why? I don't know. I don't know why that... I don't know why that came to my mind first. Like... (laughs) Okay. A slug came to my mind first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any. Why would I want to be that? I just I don't, like them. I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay ready? Yes. Question number two. Animal doesn't exist. Who would you be then? Remember, don't think too much. And the last question. Pretend that. Oh. So yeah, okay. you're supposed to pretend like the first animal doesn't exist. So what is another animal that you would be? A dragon. No, um, a uh, uh, lizard. Okay. Animal also doesn't exist. Who would you be then? So now you should have identified three animals. And here 
the results. What was the third one? Uh, oh my God. This is so hard to be able to think of something quickly. Um, a crab. Okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you the second one for me. I picked a yes, bee. I picked okay. a bee. And the last one, a cat. There you go. All right. Your first response is how you want to appear to people. So if you chose someone like a tiger or a lion, you want to appear strong and independent. Your second animal is how people actually see you. So if you chose a dog, for example, people see you as friendly, loyal, and cute. And your third answer is who you actually are. Try it on your friends and family. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that does so, make sense when you put it that way. That sucks. Yes. I'm a fake. So you want to be <laughs> a bird or a slug. <laughs> and people see you as a dragon or a, a lizard mm -hmm. and you actually are what was the last one that you said a crab you actually the whole approach to this was all wrong because as soon as she started think, saying animals, I was just thinking of what could I stay alive as, like evolutionarily speaking. Well, what you you have to end up looking at what <laughs> each like, animal oh, like represents. Because I don't know what the yeah. fuck. I don't know what I don't know how I would want to be an elephant. Because <laughs> it's strong and independent, like she said, hmm. but also compassionate. Oh, maybe. Hmm. There you go. Makes sense I don't know me. how people Yours see me as a bee. <laughs> uh, her stinger is hidden until, <laughs> until it's out. <laughs> That's funny. And I can see the last one. I'm actually a cat. I can see that. But wait, would you be the queen bee or would you be like the oh, little worker bee or shit. would you be what? I'd probably be the queen no, if people are seeing me this way, I'd probably be like. You're part of a team, you think? Yeah, probably. Uh, I work by myself. I'd probably be one of the ones that like scouts for a new place to live. There you go. You already know. Mm -hmm. I'm people see me as a queen bee even go right ahead. I'm yeah, yeah. There you go. We won't correct you on that, yeah. the public. Um, I guess if I want to be a bird and that's how people see me, then I am. What would you say? I'm pretending to be graceful. Um, there, I, like I thought of something whenever you said it, and I can't remember what I said. Damn it! Um, hold on, I want to see. Oh, freedom is one. Ah, okay, sure. I'm in a cage. Liberation. Hmm. Um, I, I don't. There's. There's a lot of symbolism for birds, but that's the main one, freedom. Lizards retain water and they don't need to be bathed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that's me. I'm just saying that's lizards. I'm going to see what that one is. Oh, Jesus. Lizards represent <laughs> resurrection just because they can regrow their tails. Iconic. Um, but that's what that's what people see you as. I guess. I mean, I don't know. 
I didn't know but, that's where it was going, but that's cool. Yeah, I thought that's what that was. I don't know what. She's cold and oh, slippery. Trickster, yeah. Smart, fast, yeah. flexible, adaptive. Look at yes. you. I like that. And then Crab is who I really am. Hidden away. Hold on a minute. Uh, Self-protection, defense, cynical nature of life. Oh, shit. Cynical? Self-sufficient, defensive, shy, sensitive, intuitive, tenacious, and uh, you persevere. Nice. Good job, crabs. All the crabs out there. (laughs) But if I'm just a hermit crab, do I still count? Probably. With an ornate shell. Shy. It, that's a good one. Am I shy? Would you, you come say? out of your shell. Oh my God. And then I can't be contained. Oh my God. Ew. Until I come out of my shell. Why is that so fitting? It really is. <gasps> there it is. The personality <laughs> test. That reminds me of when Mr. Krabs didn't have his shell. And oh he's God. All nasty. Ew. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Only for people I really trust. Ew. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, I'm That's see a good that. one. Oh. Um, what? I love how this low-key... I had no idea. When you said personality test, I didn't think animal at first. And now it really fits into what we're talking about today. So yeah. that's really cool. Um, the elephant is good luck, prosperity, destroyer of evil, remover of obstacles, strength, power, wisdom, memory, and vitality. That's what I want to be. And that makes a whole lot of motherfucking sense. Dude, it really does make a lot of sense. That's weird. I'm going to look up the B. What? Community, brightness, personal power, ex- Look at you. I said that. People see me as? I don't. Yes. Delightful. Delightful. <laughs> a lot of people are scared of bees, though. I'm scared of fucking bees. I don't know why. We were scared of each other. We were scared <laughs> of each other. Literally, if I was a lizard and you were a bee and then like we didn't speak to each other and then I like we like became friends. You know what you I mean? Are and you are correct. You were like, I was scared of you. And I was like, I was scared of you. <laughs> it was great. Oh, shit. That's- mm, well, that's a good one. I hope um, – I really want to know other pe- what other people's things are. Yeah, that's but – now, But now it kind of gives it away because we can't just ask them what animals – we would literally have to tell them, like, don't listen to the end of that personality test until you give us three animals. So that they don't know, like, oh, what people see me as. What? Damn it. I want to know them. Anyways. Everybody's Maybe I'll put it in the – I'll make a post before this goes up, and that way people can tell us their animals, and then they'll hear it and be like, oh. Or they already know where it's going. Anyways, whatever. It's fun. I like these kinds of things. Good thinking. So now that we've done all that – um. 
I was an idiot and I wanted to, I literally was like, oh, the squid on my picture, I'm going to do the Kraken because we are going to do, I'm covering some like creatures and monsters and Danielle's going to cover some um, gods and goddesses. And uh, so I chose the Kraken like a dumbass and <laughs> I guess I fell into the common, it's, it is actually a common mis- misconception that Kraken is, has nothing to do with Greek mythology. Um <laughs> And I typed that out, got on this thing this morning to look over my notes again. And I was like, why did I, why did I do that? Like, why did I leave it on here if it's not even whatever? So you guys are gonna have to put up with me. But I think the main reason why I wanted to say the Kraken is because. Um, of your squid? Of my squid. And um, everybody's naturally horny during Valentine's Day. And creatures like the Kraken are in hentai. So I'm not trying to tie this to hentai, but I just thought it was like a steamy episode, you know? Oh, is that steamy? That's a lightly unsettling. Tentacles? They Tentacles are literally are, I don't like they're them. erotic. I don't like them either. I mean, I'm not saying I'm like into like that kind of stuff, but they just have some kind of a sexual well, Yeah, like, I definitely agree with that. It. But they also <laughs> they they're very unsettling. <laughs> like I just uh, Of course. I agree. I mean, a lot of sex toys are shaped like different members and there is one that's actually shaped like a tentacle that's i saw that i saw that disturbing i wonder if it has little suction cups on it that'd be crazy there's one that i've seen that is literally the same size as a horse's dick like literally the same i wonder how much that is a lot i actually think it was a lot but i mean i wasn't gonna try to buy it because that's fucking terrible but (laughs) i did want to know i was very curious uh as to how much somebody would pay for that kind of shit. Right. Do you want to hear something embarrassing? I realized that now I'm not – we aren't on our own internet. And I've been watching porn and I hope that my oh husband's my. brother has not seen that I've been watching porn on a non-hidden tab. Oh, my God, Abby. <laughs> Probably. I wonder if he thinks it's Hunter. I'm not going to say anything. I mean, if he does think it's Hunter, no, he, he that's would exactly why he's not saying it. Oh, you think he would in front of him? No, I think he would know it was me because I'm not a whiz with computers, and I feel like Hunter would automatically know no. how to watch oh, porn yeah. safely on the internet. Whereas me, you know, I probably have a virus from just using whatever. I, you know, sometimes you just want to get it over with real quick, and you just find something really quickly online, use it, whatever. But I, I feel like he might know it's me just because of how stupid I just go on to websites, <laughs> <laughs> click things. That's my first confession of the year. Maybe the second one. I don't remember. But <laughs> we... Well, I don't know. How many people really are? It might be old for some people, which is perfectly understandable. I don't think that people's romance fizzles out or anything, but um, around Valentine's Day, do you find yourself particularly more horny? And is that like a thing for you? Specifically me? No. I don't... When I was When I was like more influenced by like what people were saying right. like on MySpace and shit maybe then or like just seeing kids like in school the like getting shit from their significant or whatever. Yeah, yes. that kind of shit. Yes. Then I would, but now it's it doesn't even matter to me. That's how I feel too. Like I would do my best to make it special when we were in high school. I mean, we this is the first year that we've exchanged gifts for Valentine's Day. We already did it, so it wasn't <laughs> we just said it was our Valentine's Day. Gift. Yeah, exactly. I, f- I I totally feel you. All right. Well, I wonder how other people may- – maybe they are into – maybe it's their favorite holiday. Some people have yeah. a thing for Valentine's 
say mm-hmm. being your favorite holiday. I feel like it out. would only be it would only mean more to me. Like it would be nicer if like both parties cared enough about it. Cause if you're gonna be the one running around doing all these things and your significant other is just kind of like, eh, like that sucks. Damn, I feel bad for Hunter because that's how it goes. Oh shit. <laughs> I just don't but the thing is is like it's not like I asked for him to do all that stuff. But I guess it's our love languages because Hunter and I have very different love languages. Like his is gift giving. Mine is like I'd rather him do acts of service type love language than that. But I mean, whatever. <laughs> You're like, here, I'll just show you how much I love you. I don't. But yeah. thank you for the gift, I guess. <laughs> He's so, he loves doing that stuff, though. So I'll, I'll just let him. But uh, yeah, I, I get it, though. If one person's into it and the person's like, eh. Yeah. I mean, if they're both into it, then that's super cute. Like, if you're going to go all out, then, I mean, enjoy that shit. But I love that. Yeah. So with that being said, um, this episode is going to be somewhat horny just because it's around Valentine's Day. And mm-hmm. that's just what comes mm-hmm. with it. So. Tell us about the Kraken from the Sea. I used um, a YouTube video and a, a website, theconversation.com or something like that. I'll give it at the end. But um, the channel is pretty awesome. It's Mythology and Fiction Explained on YouTube. So here we go. Oh, wait, before actually I jump to that, I have a, I have to play out a scene that's dear to all of our hearts. Um, oh, good. So did you write that paper for class yet? <laughs> no, not yet. I tried to work on it a little last night, but I'm having trouble concentrating. Oh, well, I'll sell you some of my Adderall. No, thanks. I'm off pills. That's a wise choice because I knew this girl. She had this like crazy freak out because she took too many behavioral meds at once. And she like ripped off all her clothes and dove into the fountain at Ridgedale Mall and was like, Bly, I'm a kraken from the sea. I heard that was you. It was good seeing you, Suchin. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where it is. That's where it is. That's I where. And I ha- that's why I, whenever I deleted this entire kraken segment, I was like, I got to leave it in there for Juno. Can't. Yep. You got to let everybody know because I'm sure some people didn't get it, but. Right. You make an extremely good Su Chin voice. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. I should have rewatched the scene before I did it because I was like, wait, what did they sound like? Thank you. So I feel a lot better. <laughs> that is a really good scene. But let's remember that it is now Elliot Page and Ellen Page is the dead name of the actor that was once Juno in the movie Juno. So. Had to bring that up. I forgot to uh, mention that a while back when that happened because that was like a really big moment when I read about it. <clears throat> All right. So now uh, I fell into the misconception, like I said, that uh, the Kraken is from ancient Greek mythology, but it's not. And so I wanted to cover it anyway. Um, but in the words of Gus Portokalos, give me a word, any word, and I will show you that the root of that word is Greek. <laughs> And this is the root, you know, where we all began with our our Greek mythology was our very first episode. So here we are again. Um, Just not this one. So Homer's stories tell of creatures of the sea, but not the Kraken. Clash of the Titans call their monsters the Kraken, but um, it's not the kind that we imagine. Like one of the monsters was called that. And it didn't even look like the original Kraken. They just wanted to use use the name. So anyway, the Kraken is actually originating from Scandinavian folklore in the early 12th century. Sverre Sigurdsson wrote of the creature in 1180 before he became king in 1184. He believed a monster that looked like a giant squid hung around terrorizing Greenland, Iceland, and Norway. It would destroy their ships and drag them down into the water. The Kraken is written about in The King's Mirror in Norwegian texts 
1250, uh, the author describes creatures found in Greenland, Iceland, and Ireland, mermaids, mermen, and the kraken. It was referred to as the Hafgufa, which Ooh. resembles one of, more of an island than an actual animal. Uh, the author theorizes that the creatures must not be fertile or else the ocean would have hundreds of them, which would be fucking terrifying because they are huge. An Icelandic saga written of the kraken is mentioned as Hafgufa. Uh, towards the end of the 13th century, the adventurer travels the Greenland Sea and encounters two monsters, the world's largest whale and then the, the world's largest uh, sea creature that looks like the kraken. It rotates its body, causing a whirlpool. It also would feed on animals the size of whales. Uh, the Natural History of Norway, published in 1752 and 53, where the kraken was mentioned by this name for the first time by its Danish-Norwegian author. <clears throat> Mermaids and sea serpents exist along the Kraken in this work. Here again, it's written that the creature would come to the surface to pull ships down with its great mighty tentacles and cause whirlpools as it returned to the seabed. Translations make it confusing as to whether the Kraken is a large octopus or a squid. Delicious either way, is what I say. <laughs> Up until the 18th century, it stayed on the DL, but after that, uh, after the 19th century, it is mentioned so often. Alfred Tennyson wrote a sonnet about it. Uh, and it compares to Lovecraft's Cthulhu, which is also sleeping at the bottom of the ocean in his universe. The giant squid is a thing, and the colossal squid is a thing also. So there's already two very large species of squid in existence. They can get up to 33 feet in length and weigh up to 700 kilograms, but are mostly found in the stomachs of sperm whales. Oh. Um, and then that was the colossal. So the colossal can get up to 33 feet in length. Um, the giant squid can get large, but still is smaller compared to the colossal squid. Get this. The tentacles have fucking teeth in them. Did you know that? The what? Heck? No. Yeah. So whenever they find these, like, squids, they look on their tentacles and there's, like, teeth inside each of those little, like, suction wow. cups. Or maybe not each one of them, but they're they're in some of them. And so there will be, like, scars on the outside of whales from, like, the squids trying not to be eaten. What the fuck? I thought that would I guess be that makes the, sense. the suction. That's what I thought too. Like anytime I see an image where there's like a squid, a giant squid attached to a ship or something, I thought it was just like the suction cups on their tentacles, but I guess it can really grab on with those little teeth on there. So they try to fight off their predators with those. Um, the sample size is about 600 for the studies, the studies done on giant squids, which in science doesn't hold as much weight to tell us enough about them. So there might be other relatives of these squids that we haven't come across, which is fucking terrifying to think about. Jules Verne mentions giant squids in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, and countless movies and games use the image of the kraken. I really just wanted to talk about the kraken in this episode, even if it is slightly out of place. And yeah, shame on Clash of the Titans for having a Kraken wannabe in there because it shouldn't have been in there. <laughs> uh, so that was that. I wanted to get that one out of the way first. Yay! The Kraken from the sea. The website was theconversation.com, uh, the real life origins of the legendary Kraken. Yay! All right, your turn. So there are a shit ton of versions of these stories, but this one is my favorite. And it's Medusa. Yes. She was a priestess in Athena's temple. She was very beautiful and kind-hearted and loved serving Athena. Medusa had many suitors, but she never cared for uh rom she never cared for romance, much less sexual relationships. Medusa's beauty caught the eye of Poseidon, the 
god of the sea, storms, earthquakes, and horses. And he took the woman's choice to not be in a relationship with men as a challenge. Wow. So far, is it the same or is it different? It's completely different. Okay. Okay. (laughs) This one I read on Tumblr a long time ago. (laughs) Nice. Yep. Um, So like in almost every Greek myth, Poseidon raped Medusa in Athena's temple. So when Athena found out, she was pissed, of course, and she'd always had a deep regard for her devoted priestess. um, But besides that, she was done with men forcing themselves on a woman who only wanted to be left alone. Mm -hmm. So this was why Athena transformed Medusa's hair into snakes. So that anyone that gazed at her directly would be turned into stone. And it when, was for her protection? That's what it's supposed to be. So when Athena did this, it was never intended to be a curse, but a gift. Nice. See, I didn't know that. Okay, mm-hmm. go on. So her snake hair was supposed to scare the guys away and um, turn them to stone so that they would leave her the fuck alone. But not only that, she moved to a virtually hidden, unpopulated island after her transformation. She was kind of hiding, I guess. But I think she also thought that she was like hideous after because she was. Uh, mm. uh, Athena changed her facial appearance and everything. She looked like a monster. Mm-hmm. So in the myth of Perseus, the hero sent by Polydectus, mm-hmm. who was sent by Polydectus, Dictus's brother and the king of Seraphis, on a quest to bring him the head of Medusa. Um, this was a trick, though, because Polydectus desired Perseus's mom and wanted to get rid of her son, who was not in favor of their relationship. So pretty much the mission was just the equivalent of him sending him to his death because they Mm -hmm. never expected him to return. Mm -hmm. But because Perseus was the son of Zeus, he was aided by the gods and he received the cap of invisibility from Hades, a pair of winged sandals from Hermes, a reflective bronze shield from Athena, and a, a sword from Hephaestus. Mm-hmm. Um, after blackmailing three cannibal witches into telling him where Medusa's island was, he finally made it there. And her cave entrance had all sorts of stone statues of men who had seen her as a challenge and dared to kill her. And they like showed up and she killed them instead. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you're wondering why the fuck Athena helped Perseus to kill uh, Medusa and that was because she knew she knew that all these other men were coming as a challenge to get her. So she knew this was the only way to end Medusa's suffering. And so she that's what she did. She gave him the shield. Um, and also, she might have done it to please her dad, but I don't I don't know. So Perseus decapitated Medusa with a bronze shield while she was sleeping. And immediately after, the children she was pregnant with by her rapist came out, which was Pegasus, the winged horse, and the golden giant Chrysair, who was born with a golden sword in his hand. And they all sprung out of her neck. 
Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are other variations of the myth, and I think you have that part covered. Well, I think what I did, what I read made it seem like a different perspective than what you read. Right, right. I read Mm -hmm. it as, who is, okay, who is Athena to Poseidon? They are related or they are? They're brother and sister, basically, or half brother and sister. See, I read it because I don't have background on the gods and goddesses. I read it as if she was jealous, and so she. Well, yeah, you know, that's the that's the other variation that she was jealous and did it because people were worshiping or not worshiping, but people were more interested in her than um, Athena, and so she was jealous apparently. But um, yeah, they're supposed to. They're like two. There's I mean, there might even be like three variations. I'm, there may be more, but. It was a shady novella when I was reading it. I was like, all these people are involved on this? Yeah, it is nuts. And the this is the only one that is based on I think it was I think he was a poet, but he like made oh. this different version of Medusa based on all the other stories. Hmm. But this one was my favorite because she's not a monster. <laughs> Oh, I like that version better too. I wrote I wrote differently. I wrote Medusa was a bad bitch and she let it go to her head. Anyways. Um <laughs> she was a Gorgon mm-hmm. uh who had two older sisters, Thano and e- Uriel. Uriel. It's either Uriel or Ivoriel. No, it, no it it's Uriel. Yeah. Um her other sisters were Grey. Echidna and Ladin, and they were born of the sea gods Forces and Sado. Mm. The older sisters uh, and Medusa had intense eyes, brass hands, golden wings, and poets claimed that she had a boar-like tusk and tongue lolling between her fanged teeth. Um, and Medusa also had living snakes on her head instead of hair, but not right away. I, I mentioned that part. I said um, Medusa was the only Gorgon mortal, but she was the scariest of her sisters. Um, after the whole thing happened with mm-hmm. Athena. Uh, so I said, this isn't always how it was. The spite of Athena turned her into this description. Her gaze turned humans to stone. She was the most powerful of her sisters. Uh, she had an affair with Poseidon. At the time, her hair was lustrous and glorious, and she had a beautiful mortal face. Somehow the two ended up in a temple of Athena where she was cream pied by the mighty sea god's rod. <laughs> sorry, I'm turning <laughs> I wrote that. I literally wrote that. I said, sorry, I'm turning in- this into a steamy fanfic. <laughs> Enraged, the virgin goddess Athena transformed Medusa's enchanting hair to a coil of serpents, turning the youngest Gorgon into the monster we recognize today. So once again, instead of blaming the man, we maim the woman. Despicable. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, ladies, we have come a long way. Don't attack the mistress. Uh, just find a way to get revenge on the betrayer. Yep. Um, and then there's more. So I wrote, uh, it's literally like a skeevy, shady plot of a novella. And I wrote... I actually I used this part from the article so I just said uh soon after this trying to get rid of Perseus Polydectus the king of Seraphos sent the great hero on a quest which he believed must be the final one fetch me the head of Medusa commanded Polydectus with the help of Athena and Hermes and after compelling the sisters of Medusa's whereabouts um, Perseus finally reached the fabled land of the Gorgons located either in the far west beyond the outer ocean or in the midst of it on the rocky island of Sarpedon Medusa was asleep and Perseus used the reflection of Athena's bronze shield as a guide um, so as not to look directly at her and turn to stone. Mm -hmm. He managed to cut her head off with his sickle. Perseus defeated her and her head was given to Athena, the goddess of wisdom. She put the head on her aegis, which is the armor breastplate. So there's actually um, artwork and stuff of the 
breastplate with Medusa's head right in the center. It looks pretty cool. But wait, folks, there's more. This is terrifying. She was pregnant with her head when her head was cut, so her two children, Chrysair and Pegasus, sprang out of her neck. Not sure how, but anatomy used to be different, I guess, back then. <laughs> and it was fucked up because the Gorgons woke from their slumber and tried to find Perseus, but his ass was wearing an invisibility cloak. He was wearing the Hades cap of invisibility mm-hmm. and Aramis, uh winged sandals, and they were all in on that, and... Uh, then it, it was pretty petty because, in my opinion, when the Gorgons were mourning Medusa, according to Pindar, the poet, uh, when Athena heard their lament, she fucking modeled the mournful music of the double pipe Alos. I guess it's a song by said to have been written by Athena. Mm-hmm. Uh, she modeled it after their mournful lament that they were mourning wow. Medusa. Yep, and then I said, so as Perseus flew back to Seraphos, he had her head in a bag and drops of her blood fell. The drops turned to snakes, and it's said that that's why to this day Libya is full of snakes. Mm -hmm. Perseus used her head to turn Polydectus and the islanders to stone, and so that island is now full of rocks. Um, Damn. And then after this, Perseus gave Medusa's head to his benefactor Athena as a votive gift, and the goddess set it on Zeus's Aegis, which is the thing I just said. So yeah, pretty much it was all the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they did keep using her head. Um, what's it called? What is it? Oh, Athena used the head also. She collected some of the remaining blood and gave most of it to Asclepius, who used the blood from Medusa's left side to take people's lives and the blood from her right side to raise people from the dead. The rest of Medusa's blood, a vial containing two drops, Athena gave to her adopted son and says that one of the drops was a cure-all and the other one was a deadly poison. Oh, wonder. And then always the protector of heroes, Athena put aside in a bronze jar a lock of Medusa's hair for Heracles, who subsequently gave it to Cepheus' daughter, Sterope, Sterope, to use to protect her hometown, Tagia. Supposedly, even though it didn't have the power of Medusa's gaze, the lock could still cast terror into any enemy unfortunate enough to ac- accidentally behold it. Damn. They used they used she every piece just like a waste. Waste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. That's that works for me. Poor Medusa. Well, I don't know her story. I guess it's kinda like wicked where you you don't know the whole yeah. story. Mm-hmm. That's my only Broadway knowledge, so I keep that in my back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I mean so <laughs> hard. With Broadway. <laughs> I'm trying to make grow Broadway up. happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> So, so let's take it to the skies and discuss the harpies. Basically, uh, in our first episode, we debated over the appearance of sirens based on old poets and the journals that they kept. So I remember us talking about whether they were more like mermaids or if they were birds or what. Well, harpies are actually birds. They are... They were created by the union of Thomas, a god of the wet element, and the sea nymph Electra, daughter of Oceanus, according to Greek Gods Info. This was a slippery union a slippery union by the sounds of it. I can't even with my own jokes anymore. <laughs> Northern <laughs> Northern Greece, most likely Thrace, is where they were born. Osipity was the swift flying harpy. Ilo was the storm swift and uh, Selenoi was the dark is what they call it. it was the three most well-known harpies and uh, Homer mentions Podarga the swift footed as well fun fact Podarga was the mother of Achilles horses talk about a family tree with these guys gods and creatures all being related and whatnot what do you think their policy was on bestiality 
Ooh. I mean, did you think about that? Like they're just out making creatures. Oh yeah, that always disturbed me. But it was also very like, what the fuck is happening? Myth, mythical. I guess mythical is yeah. the word. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's cool. But then you really think about it, and you're like, yeah, it makes you wonder, like, how the fuck did that happen? Wait, is bestiality a thing in the Bible? Like that they talk about it that it's wrong? I don't. I have no idea. Because, like, Greek stuff is, like, pagan because there's multiple gods. Or, you know, that's what they would, I guess, be considered mm-hmm. a Greek thing. But with our religions, like, there's only one god. And also they make a bunch of rules to make sure that there's only one god. But a lot of the rules came from, like, actual humans that were just editing the fucking Bible. Oh, you're right. Anyway. So, I don't know. Beastality could be in there. I don't I think, actually, it, it is. I think okay. it might be. It said it used to be okay, but now it's not okay. Anymore, yeah. So. After that one guy on my side, <laughs> we're going to have to cut that shit off. <laughs> oh, my God. Ew, yeah. After he got Jeez. real sick and almost died, yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> so, anyways, I did want to be offensive there, but we're going to get canceled a good year in. We're just going to have to say it was a good year, guys. <laughs> Don't have sex with animals. Have you seen The Last Unicorn? I tried to, but it made me too sad. I turned it off. Yeah, it was very depressing. Um, but there's a harpy in there, the one um, Selenos oh, or whatever. Really? Cool. Yeah, it mm. is terrifying, too. I bet. They're supposed to be really ugly. Um, yeah, it's hideous. They've got boobs. They do have boobs. They have literally like the upper, like the boobs and the face or head of a woman and then just bird body. Like the mm. rest is just bird. Creepy. Um they would follow orders given by Zeus, and they would steal children and souls of people. The evildoers were taken to the Aranes for their uh, rightful punishments. And I think those, the Aranes, were uh, servants to Hades. So they just dealt with, like, punishing people. Um, with the head of a woman, bronze wings, and sharp talons, they would come down and collect. They were hideous but had amazing hairs, what I read. They smelled, though. And once they had to punish Phineas, uh, they had to p- punish Phineas for betraying Ferb. Oh my god, I never even watched that show. Oh, I was wondering if you were going to say that. <laughs> I haven't seen that show, but I had to make that joke. You've never seen that show? I know who they are, but I didn't watch it. My brother I watched it. not with you. Did you watch that show? You like that yeah, show? Yeah, I liked Actually, Tisdale did the sister. That's funny. Jay liked it too. He liked um, watching that. I was actually a little bit older, but still, I liked it. Phineas had revealed the future to the people, and that was a, a mistake. He was the king of Thrace, and his punishment was eternal hunger. The harpies swooped down and took as much food from his banquet table, and the leftovers stunk like ass, and nobody could touch it. Mm. Another telling of that same story, uh, which I think is more accurate, was uh, King Phineas of Thrace was given foresight by Zeus, so it's a more specific story. Um, but then he used it to uncover the plans of the god, and he let his people know the god's plan. And so his sight was taken, and he was put on an island with plenty of food. But every time he found the food and tried to eat it, the harpies would come down and take it from his hands. Mm-hmm. And then Jason and the Argonauts uh, came to that island, scared them away, and they hid in their cave in Minoan Crete until they were called upon again. I guess it's a pro being a harpy because nobody like messes with you and you just do your own thing by yourself. Did you see, I sent you a picture of the one from the last unicorn. Let me look right now. Ew. Yeah. Okay. Other, other people said that they look like vultures. So like literally that's what that is. Mm -hmm. Look, it's got three titties. They really show it like that in that movie. Yeah. They look Mm -hmm. like. This is where hentai started. Just kidding. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> They're very full. They are. 
Interesting. I feel like if if that thing had a bra on, it they would be like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they would fill it fill it out nicely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. All right. Just needs a nice fitting bra and everything is fine. Could you imagine? Not to be rude, but I think people really are born with three breasts. And I don't know, like, do they just have to maybe find a bra that's made for them? Or can they just – I think it would be cheaper just to buy two bras and then take one of the cups and put it in the middle. How – there are there people that are born with three – Breast, like how anything, does that? Literally anything. It's possible. Animals are born with two heads all the I mean, time. I guess that's true. I mean, I've heard of like an extra nipple, but I'm, right. Never mind. Maybe you're right. Maybe there's just not enough space for all the glands and stuff that go in there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've never heard of it. Like in real, like a real thing. I've seen it in like movies and shit, but I don't know if that's a real thing. I know the nipple is real. Let me see. People born with three breasts. I bet it's a thing. It's just not really taught or like talked about. Yeah. It says Journal of Reports case study of oh wait. Mm. Oh yeah. This is on I fucking love science.com, so I can I can believe it. Yeah, there's even pictures. Yeah. So that yeah, it's is... true. There's at least one woman who was born with one, but the middle breast was the is the largest breast on her body. Oh, that's and it looks like it might be more let me see. Um, if I told you that up to 6% of the female population have an extra breast, you probably wouldn't, wouldn't believe me. That's 6%. That's pretty, that's a lot, I think. Yeah, that is I guess more than I thought it was going to be. Two, between 2% and 6% of women have what is termed polymastia or an additional accessory breast, but that doesn't mean they potentially, that potentially hundreds of millions of women are walking around. Okay. So you can't really see it. I don't think so. This, this woman's 41. She's from India, and her left breast had been swelling for the past decade. Oh, and then they, I guess then they figured out that it was a third breast. Whoa. Yeah. I'm looking at the pictures. Mm-hmm. This is nuts. Polyphilia is like, it looks like the way dogs have nipples. Yeah. Oh, do, do, people, do people do Whoa. Okay, that's too much weird shit one day. <laughs> that's too much culture. Is that culture? Knowledge? Knowledge. Science. Science. Too much science for me today. Well, fine. All right. You ready for my next one? Absolutely. Okay. This one is Persephone. I had to do her. <gasps> Yay. This one's kind of long. But um, according to Greek mythology, Persephone, the queen of the underworld, was the daughter of Zeus and Demeter, the goddess of harvest and fertility. She was also called Kor, which means maiden. And she grew up to be a lovely girl, attracting the attention of many gods. However, Demeter had an obsessed love for her only daughter and kept all the men away from her. The most persisting suitor of Persephone was Hades, the god of the underworld. One day, as she was gathering flowers in the meadow with her maidens, uh, which I'm sure were like nymphs, she beheld the most enchanting Narcissus, which is a flower she had ever seen. As she stooped down to pick up the flower, the earth beneath her feet suddenly cleaved open, and through the gap, Hades himself came out in his chariot with black horses. 
Hades grabbed her before she could scream for help and descended back into the underworld while the gap in the earth closed after them. The maidens that had been with Persephone hadn't seen anything since it had all happened so fast, and so they had no idea what happened to her. The whole incident, however, had been witnessed by Zeus as well as Helios, the god of the sun, and Zeus decided to keep silent about this whole thing to prevent a fight with his brother while Helios wisely thought it better not to get involved in anything that didn't concern him. Wow. A distraught and heartbroken Demeter wandered the earth looking for her daughter until Hecate, goddess of witchcraft and childbirth, advised her to seek for the help of Helios, the all-seeing sun god. So in order for her to find her do- – oh, yeah, to reach out to him in order to find her daughter. I guess Hecate, like, knew that he knew, and she just was like, uh, maybe you should ask him about it. Like, she didn't want to outright yeah. be like, he knows. Like when Snooki and Wow wrote the note to tell Sam that Ronnie was cheating. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Anonymously. <laughs> that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. He put his head in between a cocktail waitress's breasts. Oh my god! They said breasts on the fucking note. Yeah, they bringing it back to breasts, everybody. Coming around. All right, let's do this. What happened? Okay, so Demeter goes to him, and Helios feels sorry for her, who was crying and pleading to help her. Thus, he reveals to her that Persephone had been kidnapped by Hades. So Demeter is fucking pissed, and she's hurt and distraught, and she starts wandering aimlessly around, and was aggrieved to such an extent that she neglected all her duties. And since she was the goddess of agriculture and fertility, the earth was now barren and people were dying of famine. The cries of the people who were suffering reached Olympus and the divine ears of Zeus. So seeing no way out of it, Zeus sent Hermes to the underworld to fetch Persephone back to her mother. Upon his entry to the underworld, the messenger Hermes was amazed at what he found. Instead of finding a frail and fearful Persephone, he found a radiant and striking queen of the dead. She had adjusted well to her new position, saying she had, been, she had found her calling. The goddess was now in charge of greeting the new arrivals and helping them adapt to their new life. While she wished to see her mother up above, she was torn by her desire to remain Hades' wife. Hoping to comfort Persephone in her confusion, Hades came to his queen's side. He gently kissed her forehead and urged her to eat a pomegranate seed. And she did as he said. He told her he would miss her very much, but the duties as a daughter mattered too. So she climbed into the chariot and bid her husband farewell as Hermes sped them off to the middle realm of Mother Earth the home of her devoted mother. Demeter rejoiced when her daughter returned, yet the child that she had that she gave birth to and raised had changed while she was gone. She had grown into a goddess, one both beautiful and wise, and the more that Demeter asked her about her experience below, the more she came to worry that the life she knew was gone. She recalled a declaration Zeus had made from the heavens up above In order for Persephone to return to the home and life that she knew, she must be as pure as the day she left her mother's side. However, Persephone had tasted the fruit of life, and so it couldn't be erased. She ate that fucking pomegranate seed. Mm -hmm. And Hades knew that shit. So he either tricked her or 
Well, I guess he did trick her. He knew. So whatever. Uh, Talk about Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. So Zeus made it. So each spring, Persephone comes back to the mortal realm to tell the story of rebirth, hope, and harmony. And each fall, when she leaves again for the underworld below, her mother mourns and winter comes while she waits for her return. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. I'm reading um, a webcomic called uh, Lore Olympus. I and it's the it's based on their story, but it's like a different take on it. And holy shit, it is so good. Like I am obsessed with it. Do you cry? Uh, I've cried a couple times, but I get mainly like really excited. That's awesome. Yeah, that's fun. It's really good. Super good. Yay! I knew there were things that adults could enjoy that weren't Disney. <laughs> a comic book. <laughs> very, <laughs> very good story. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, guys, try to keep it in your pants. We're moving to the centaur. So half man, half horse, sometimes depicted with horns and sharp ears. Schlongs. Schlongs. <laughs> uh, yes, which is a big difference to the Greek sculptures that we sometimes see where, you know, it might be cold whenever they're getting sculpted. <laughs> Born of Ixion, the king of Lapithi. Uh, which is in Thessaly, the rain and the rain cloud, Nepheli, 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 rain cloud. Can we just be anything? Okay. At the end of this, we have to think of um, if we were gods, goddesses, or creatures or whatever, we got to come up with names for ourselves and what uh, we are, what okay. we stand for. All right. Think on it as we go. So centaurs, they were beasts. They were aggressive, drunk assholes, except for Tudor or Chiron, who was gentle. Some places call him Tudor because he tutored... I guess, and uh, other places call him Chiron. Uh, they lived mainly on Mount Paleon in Thessaly. They had a nice little spot, but messed it up when they started drama during a wedding feast of the Lapith's king, Peritheos, and Ipodamia. This conflict was known as the Centaurimachy, and the centaurs were ousted from Thessaly. Connected to this, I'm going to move on to the Minotaur, a body of a man and a head and tail of a bull Ooh, born like, of um, queen American horror story. Yes. Wait, re- which one was that? I'm thinking, hold on. Coven. When did we see him? In Coven. Kevin. He rapes Queenie in the. Yes. With his big muscly body. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I remember him now. Me, right. Yeah, he does. It was um oh because it was uh the voodoo queen's husband or whatever. Guy. Yeah, his, yeah that him. they they made him wear they made him wear a head of a cow or a head of a bull. They sewed it on him, didn't they? Yes. So then I guess in the afterlife or whatever, he just became that kind of a monster. Mm-hmm. Um I'm assuming, I don't know how they connected that, but that was a pretty cool creature that they used. Mm-hmm. The Minotaur was born Manitar Manitar? Manitar. Mm-hmm. Minotaur? Minotaur. The Minotaur was born of Queen Pasiphae of Crete and a bull, which is very freaky. King Minos ordered craftsmen to build, I think one was his son and one was his helpful servant, to build a large labyrinth to keep it in. Every year, men and women were sent into the maze so that the Minotaur could feed. After a battle between Crete and Athens, Minos, his only son was killed, his only human son was killed, and the city-state was told to give 14 tributes every year uh, to the Minotaur. And on the third time, Theseus, the king of Athens, volunteered to kill the Minotaur. King Minos's daughter, who had fallen in love with uh, 
uh, Theseus gave him a ball of thread to help find his way through the maze. Oh. And then he was able to kill, he was able to find the Minotaur and kill him. That is kind of sad. No more for- 14 tributes every year after that. So Zeus had hid fire from mankind, never allowing them to make tools or cook their food. He did allow Hephaestus, the god's handyman, who was a blacksmith, use fire to make things for the gods. So the god Prometheus knew this, and so he traveled to the Isle of Lemnos, where Hephaestus lived, and stole the fire from him, giving it to man. He also taught humans writing, medicine, mathematics, and science. Nice. Yes. Zeus was naturally furious uh, at Prometheus and as punishment, chained him to the side of a cliff for many years. Zeus decided that the humans also needed to be punished for their lack of respect. So Zeus was creative when when it came to revenge and therefore came up with a very cunning plan. With the help of Hephaestus, he sculpted a woman out of clay. Athena breathed life into the clay and thus... Pandora came to life. Whoa. Aphrodite, Aphrodite made her beautiful, and Hermes taught her how to be both charming and deceitful. Pandora was given a box, or some stories say a jar, and the gods told her that the box contained special gifts from them that she was not allowed to open the box ever. Then Hermes took her to Epimetheus who is the brother of Prometheus, to be his wife. And Prometheus advised Epimetheus not to accept anything from the gods because he knew that they were up to some shit. But, of course, Epimetheus saw Pandora and was astonished by her beauty, so he accepted her right away. So despite the warning to not open the box, Pandora felt the urge to have a look inside. Eventually, That urge was so great that Pandora decided to take a peek and lifting the lid slightly or removing the stopper or whichever, Pandora attempted to glance inside. Unbeknownst to her, the gods of Mount Olympus had placed into the box all of the evils, things like toil, war, greed, disease, and suffering, all things that had previously been unknown to mankind. And despite Pandora only opening the box slightly, the gap was sufficient to release all these evils into the world. She put the lid back on just in time to prevent hope from escaping too. Mm -hmm. So due to the opening of Pandora's box, men now had to work to survive uh, toiling in fields and were now prone to injuries, illness, and disease for the first time. This generation of man would end with the coming of the great flood. Although Pandora's daughter, Pira and Prometheus's son, Decalion, would survive, but the suffering of man continued. Dang. That was Pandora. Well, we can thank her for being curious. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's what Hermes made her that way. So we can thank fucking Hermes. There you go. This, the whole Mm -hmm. thing, like the whole. Her being a woman and her being curious to look in there was supposed to be like when women are back in then was supposed to be basically a story to say that women can't be trusted because they're fucking deceitful little foxy bitches. Like, wow. and that's the reason why we suffer because, and it's also supposed to be tied into Adam and Eve and shit like that. 
Yeah, never trust a woman. Yeah, hmm. that's basically what that is. But great. Yeah. Well, I'm going to properly end this with an actual sea monster who what that is Greek, <laughs> uh, the Hydra. Oh yes. And born of the most powerful Typhon and Echidna in Lake Lerna in the region of Argolid. It was a sibling of Cerberus. The one with the, the dog heads. So yeah, it's related to uh, Cerberus. 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 Cer- I don't fucking remember. Cerebus. I thought it was Cerebus, but I mean, who knows? I think the Lernaean. Cerberus. That's how it's spelled. It's spelled Cerberus. So it just sounds weird, I guess. So yeah, uh, the Hydra was a sibling of the Cerberus. The Lernaean Hydra was a serpent creature with many heads. The middle head was immortal, and when a head was cut, two more would grow out in its place. It spit acid, and its blood was poisonous, and its teeth were said to be able to raise the dead. Its creation had a purpose, to kill Hercules by Hera's desire. So Hera pretty much trained it and tell it that it was going to be killing Hercules soon. And Hercules was sent to kill uh, the Hydra in his second trial. He defeated it by having his cousin burn the stump of, of each time that he would cut a head off, he would burn the stump, and he used a special golden sword to kill the main head and dipped each of his arrows in the blood of the Hydra to use it later. And actually, I mentioned Chiron, the wise centaur, earlier. Well, he had trained Achilles and then ended up being shot accidentally by Hercules. I guess he didn't know that it was a nice centaur. He just oh like shot God. a centaur and it happened to be Chiron. So anyway, uh, Hercules shot him with one of these poisonous arrows, which left him in extreme pain and he was immortal. So he was just always in pain, but he was alive. Hercules demanded Prometheus be freed, but Zeus wanted a sacrifice. And so Chiron offered himself to be freed of the pain which in turn freed Prometheus. So all of those wow. creatures were tied together. It, it really did work out at the end. We knew who Prometheus was and what happened to him and then his release. I know. Guys, we didn't even like tell. Okay, well, we did have one boo-boo where we didn't know that we both did Medusa, but it all ended up tying together nicely. So I was glad yes. we did really it this way. Good. That was a great uh, anniversary episode. Happy anniversary. Can you believe that? A year ago. I cannot. I can't believe that we've been this devoted. (laughs) I can't either. It's fun. I'm having a great time still. It is fun. I liked this one a lot. I love Greek, ancient Greek mythology. Yeah, it's fun because I know nothing about it. So like, it's just an interesting topic to like look into and have a good time with it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, make stupid jokes and whatever. Um, Yeah, I like it. It's great. Now, give me a word. Any word, and I'll show you how the root of that word is Greek. <laughs> oh, wait, not this again. Okay, how about arachnophobia? Arachna, that come from the Greek word for spider, and phobia is a phobia. It means fear. So fear of spider, there you go. <clears throat> okay, Mr. Portocalos, how about the word kimono? Good one. Kimono, kimono. Ah, of course. Kimono is come from the Greek word himona, <laughs> is mean winter. So what do you wear in the wintertime to stay warm? A robe. You see? Robe, kimono. There you go. (laughs) God damn it. I love it. That's such a good one. I started, once again, you're going to be mad because I started watching the second one, but then I had to go do something. I don't understand how. (sighs) I got to the part where she talks about how handsome uh, Ian still is or whatever. He's like the principal. Oh, yeah. She got knocked the fuck out at the volleyball game. Oh, yeah. That'd be me. Uh, 
this weekend's Valentine's Day. Celebrate it. Don't celebrate it. But make sure you listen to this episode. Yes. Um, don't miss it. Are we going to pick what? I don't know what my goddess name would be. Oh, yeah. I already picked mine. I picked mine when I was peeing earlier. Oh, shit. What is it? Smoke. Let's hear it. P-H-L-E-A. Wait. Mm. Wait. <laughs> you already know where I'm going with this. P-H-L-E-A-B-I-O-U-S. Phlebius. Phlebius. And I would be a flea. <laughs> I would be a flea and I would be the god, the god of mischief and I'd be so tiny you couldn't even see me. Oh my god. That actually makes a whole lot of fucking sense. What would you be? Now you gotta think. Um, I don't even, I can't even begin to think what my name would be, but I would be the god of, the goddess of, oh, the goddess of nighttime. Oh, that would be so cool. Like a nocturnal, like a, yeah, just, anything uh, nocturnal, you would, you would, like you would rule all nocturnal creatures. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. And then. And then you could send out like fleets of owls out to be your eyes at nighttime. Stop oh my it. god, mm-hmm. iconic! I like that. I just That's don't know one. what my name would be, but maybe somebody can make one up for me. That'll be good. I almost thought that you would you would be something to like control the weather, and then I thought of Pudge. Oh my god, <laughs> Pudge controls the weather. <clears throat> That's a really. Oh my god! Thing. I saw this thing. What did I see on? Oh, I saw like a, I'll have to tag you in it. It was um, a comp- compilation that BuzzFeed took off TikTok and it's like all the Disney movies like leading to each other. Like within, like there was a an Incredibles poster on the wall of one movie and that movie didn't come out for like another two or three years. Oh, yeah. But there's a lot of them apparently where stuff's in the background. Oh, you're talking like, about the Easter eggs? Yes, yeah. yes. So there's a few that you've told me and then there were some that I hadn't noticed before and so I was like, dang, I wonder if Daniela has seen Yeah, them. there's a shit ton of why am I talking about disney pixar again somebody stop me every time i do this you, there needs to be something that i need to get shocked like a shock collar or something people need to make it's it becoming a, a problem game. i already canceled disney plus and look what? i'm still Why? i have a problem i was just going to take a break from it i have a uh, hbo max now and i don't like having a bunch of shit going on at one time because i'll forget about it i have all of i'll them. forget about it and i won't use it because i'll just be on the new I I'm going to see which around. ones I like. And then There's I'll- not a lot of good shit on the other one, so I'll jump around. I just got Discovery right. Plus. Well, my cousin let me borrow her login, and then she just kicked yeah. me off the other day because there was a bunch of scary things on there. But um, <laughs> she was, like, watching, like, Cake Wars and shit like that, and I'm over here, like, watching Paranormal Caught on Camera and <laughs> sucking scary Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you were watching those wow what i guess you can get braver if you want oh to. Well, i was watching it with jeremy but we stopped mainly because <laughs> my cousin kicked me off the thing but um yeah i couldn't sleep we watched one where we were watching people um get like not attacked but like things were happening to them while they were sleeping and so i couldn't mm-hmm. go to sleep at all that night dang yeah so i had to take a break from that um and then i would get can't say it, but you know what happens. Ah, yes. So that made it worse. <clears throat> Dang it. Um, what's it called? I I see that there's a lot of cool 
I saw like an ad for like an Epstein doc on there and like a bunch of other of those kinds of true crime yeah. things. So I was like, maybe I'll Yeah, there's that. a shit ton of true crime on there. It's really good. Oh, there's a show on Tubi that you need to watch. It's called Murder Made Me Famous. Really? And Yolanda Saldivar is on there. Of course. It's fucking- Now everybody hates the actress who played her in the movie. Oh, yeah, that old lady. <laughs> um, yeah, I need to watch that. I love Tubi. Tubi also has a lot of um, – I think one of them that I was was watching on there was like Killer Kids or something. Oh, but it was yeah. a lot of unheard of. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. a bunch of unheard of stories. Yeah. So I was like, wow. That's wild. I started watching stuff like that. I'd rather be – I need to be watching that stuff before bed because I've been uh, just going straight to sleep and I have nightmares. What the hell? What? Like going to school and stuff oh, again. Abby. Being late for shit. In other words, I need to be distracted as I'm falling asleep. I wonder if – do you think that your subconscious is like you're doing absolutely nothing and you need to be – Yes. That's what it is. It's exactly that. And Hunter's like, do you think you should just face your fears and go to go back to school? And then I was like, hell no. What the hell? You think that you should Plus, go it costs back money. to school? Like is that what you think your subconscious is telling you that you need to go back to school? That's what Hunter said, not me. I feel like I don't know you, what you just don't – like you don't have – you're not working. You're just – you're yeah. not doing anything so like Aimless. yeah you're i feel like you think your life has no meaning at this point <laughs> that's you're right and so you're my brain is like well, this emotion. is what you used to do yeah. you were you were decent at this keep, just keep doing it yeah. and then i'll just be like my dad's friend who has like a bunch of degrees and just is still going to school probably mm-hmm. to this day my cousin's like that too she's very smart um she grew up like on a farm with her parents and my grandma and as soon as she was out of the house, boy, she was out of there. Like she went states away to school oh, and then back to Texas. She went to California for school and then back to Texas for school. And she's just like learning. She's still like working on different master's degrees and stuff. I was like, dang, that's good. But um, yeah. And then there's – well, I, that's like another example of like a big fish in a small pond. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I'm just a small fish that's happy in a small pond. I mean, I don't but, see – I, I mean, used to see your brain like is like punishing you for – you think you're being happy it's literally i think it's literally trauma from like expectations yes or that is exactly what i was trying to get because <laughs> oh, no. i do the same shit like i was trying i try to enjoy my sundays and yeah. i can't because i literally like i i was i think it was last it was last sunday no no, no saturday yeah. And I was like, okay, Sunday I'm going to do a bunch of stuff, but today I don't have anything. I like, I worked five hours this morning. I'm not going to do anything for the rest of the day. I'm like, the house is clean. Like, yeah. it's fine. I mm-hmm. went into like this fucking, it felt like I sunk back into my depression because I was like, I'm because not. Because you had time to relax? Because I, I felt like I needed to be doing something. Like, I wasn't. I was wasting yeah. time just sitting there. Like I couldn't even relax. I was biting oh. my nails and shit. Like I was freaking out. Yeah, that's common. I mean, I think it's common. Uh, that's how Hunter is anyway. He cannot enjoy his time. He always it. has to be doing something. I- if it's vacation, he better be doing something that's an active vacation, yes. not just a relaxing kind of yeah. vacation or else he'll be like eating himself up about it. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. And I think that's – why I had been smoking weed because it was helping me like not freak yes. out. Yes. Yeah. It gives you a like your brain will slow down for a second and be like, okay, look, focus on one thing at a time mm-hmm. and you're good. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to the movies. I go to the movies a lot more now than I did as a kid, oh, but yeah. as soon as they bring back kids' movies, I'm there. Like I wanna I wanna see it as if it's in the nineties and I'm seeing it for the first right. time as a kid. Yeah. Most of it. it just 
it's easier to immerse yourself, I think, whenever it's at a theater because you can't have your phone. You're it's right in front of you. It's dark. You got to pay attention. So it's just a, a different right. experience. But but I can easily watching Disney movies in a movie theater is still dangerous when you're a fucking crybaby. Me and you uh, oh, at fucking Finding Dory. We did cry, and oh god, that movie, that whole movie, I cried. I ah, well, yeah, bawled hysterically and brave. <laughs> and you went to the movies for that? Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna be sad. I went with my cousin, and I literally like was scaring people because I was like sobbing. <laughs> oh no, that's see, that's you with your mommy issues. Yeah. Me watching Onward with my daddy issues, oh. crying. <laughs> the, the guy next to me is like trying to like scoot away from me because he didn't even want to be there with his girlfriend to begin with. It looked like it looked like she just dragged him there for a date, and he was like, "I guess we got to watch this fucking cartoon." That's how. So I'm just sitting there quietly, and I already like feel weird sitting next to that that guy. That was you know before COVID because they didn't have spaces between people. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I already feel like I'm breathing too loud. I'm that kind of person who gets like social anxiety where I feel like I'm breathing too loud. I feel like I'm chewing too loud. So when I'm crying, I'm like, I never cry in public. So yep. it was just, I, but I let myself do it. I was like, I'm, I'm paying to watch this movie. So I just let myself cry. And then me in eighth grade, I cried so hard in eighth grade that Hunter was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah my babies dude the water it has been out since yesterday here like they didn't have school and uh, thankfully i'm working from home but like we can't use the water people are i heard about that that sucks well people are literally like posting they were posting i was like reading through facebook but like people were posting proudly like the water's fucked up. We're not supposed to use it, but I'm still going to shower. Like, I'm, and it was shit like that. And I'm like, what are you, what are you so proud of? Like, what, all you're letting people know is that you like shit in your water and that you don't know how to follow basic instructions. Like, uh, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't people understand. are lazy. Yeah, it's stuff like that when you realize how conven like how convenience really rules people's lives. Like yeah. it really does. I don't understand. If so if stuff is not available to you, like whenever our water was off, boy, we were suffering over here. Yeah, like <clears throat> like it was completely turned off like during the day cuz they were working on the pipes or whatever and so oh, you we didn't even have water from like 7 in the morning. Oh, no, yeah, we dude, we had to no, I know. But even with the sanitation thing, like with water being dirty or whatever they say, like you have to boil it and all that. That's annoying. I agree. But it's like, imagine whenever people had to go like a few miles away and fucking pump from a well, from like the community well, and then bring it all yeah. home for dinner, laundry, dishes, and bathing. How did people not me? die? Well, I guess people I feel. Did die. But I mean, how did more people not die? Because they weren't lazy. <laughs> they weren't but fucking. they didn't drink enough water is what I'm saying. Like. Oh, true. Like now they tell us, you need eight glasses of water a day. And it's like, how the fuck did my ancestors get through a day without drinking eight? E. coli from the river. Yeah, like I just, uh, it's fucking crazy. But yeah, yeah, people are fucking crybabies over here. And dang, I mean, I know that water is important, clearly, but it's only been, it hasn't even been a full day. Like... And everybody's like, I've got a shower. Yeah, like, like Jeremy was one of them this morning. 
he just got a new tattoo yesterday and I was like, can you at least wrap your arm, like cover the tattoo? And he he walks back into the kitchen and then he walks back over here and he's like, I tried to wrap it and it wouldn't, I couldn't do it. And I was like, but I was already working and I couldn't leave the computer. So I was like, whatever. Do you fucking want to come out of there like the toxic Avenger? Then fine. Oh my God. He comes back and like, you can see yellow sprouting around the edges. Ooh. Yeah, dude. I was like, you are fucking stupid. I can't believe. I can't believe. But whatever. That sucks mm-hmm. for everybody. I hope the water gets fixed up yeah, soon over there because I hate yeah. that's the main thing I hate is if water. I don't know. I think. But would you rather be without electricity or without water? Without electricity, actually, with if there's no electricity, then it, I basically water is kind of useless. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real question. So, I don't know. Yeah, but we've just gotten used to. Yeah, all of that. I need all of that shit, but I don't know. Yep. Mm -mm. I felt weird because I didn't have my phone for a few hours the other day. And I forgot, like, I needed it for GPS reasons. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I got to go take Franklin to his grooming appointment. And I had to get my phone screen fixed uh, because it had, like, a green line down one of the sides of it. And the pixels were dying or whatever. So they replaced it, and I had to go take Franklin that same day. And I was like, I don't know where I'm going. So Hunter came with me, and then uh, I got my phone before having to pick him up so that I could know where the fuck I was going. <laughs> but it felt weird. Like I'm usually, and it's what's funny is like I'm not usually on it. Like I leave it in the room, and I'll like go do other stuff. But I have a tablet or a laptop that I'm always looking at. And I made a joke to myself the other day that I'm playing fetch with fawn in the backyard but i have my tablet in hand so it's almost like i'm taking a chick-fil-a order next to your car <laughs> just because i'm i'm literally walking around with my media and i can't i hate that i can't uh not have it i guess i go i do go some moments when everything is dead mm-hmm. and i have to charge it and i'm not watching something but for some reason i've just gotten so used to always watch consuming something listening to something yep at all times i agree mm-hmm. so i'm wondering if that's making my uh attention span worse oh, just because word. i'm constantly switching in between things like ah lost my interest next video Mm -hmm. lost my interest Mm -hmm. next video Mm -hmm. just keep scrolling it's just uh never ending yep and fawn's waiting for me to throw the ball and i'm like like, i gotta switch this video (laughs) (laughs) she's like you said that five (laughs) videos ago i know (laughs) (laughs) yes uh but uh yeah guys i hope you enjoyed our valentine's day i mean it's not coming out on valentine's day but it's this sunday and it was just our annual I guess I don't know if we're going to make Greek the topic of every year, but it's pretty fun so far. Like we made it like a a little tradition, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our gods and goddesses and creatures segment episode. I don't know if it made anybody horny. I guess I was just horny while I was researching it. So sorry about all those jokes and sorry about the bestiality joke Mm -hmm. and um, don't cancel us we'd like to keep going I know it's been a year which I don't know if that was Daniela's goal it wasn't my goal I didn't really put a time stamp on how long I was going to be doing this but yeah I didn't do it if the audience will have us we'll keep going and uh yep so let us know what you think I'll put up some images of what we talked about on our Instagram at give me the creeps give us a follow at our on our Twitter at give me the creeps and also don't forget to send us some dms or um, email us whatever you want with having to do with anything interesting that's happened to you, anything creepy or weird or something that happened to your family. We are still taking listener stories and yeah, we're going to sign off, but thank you guys for listening. Thanks for a whole year of listening. Jeez. So did we give you the creeps? <laughs>